Circle Rewind with Jesse, Dave, and Ben. Yeah. Welcome everyone to episode 103. We are going to be reviewing WCW Super Brawl 6. Now, a disclaimer for this <laughs> pay-per-view. Uh, this is a very bad pay-per-view. <laughs> this is very bad. Uh, we've tried recently to be more positive with our reviews. This pay-per-view is the exception to that rule. There's not going to be much of anything positive. Um, so, with that, we're going to start the show. Body Slam on current events with Dave Body. And now, here's Dave. Welcome to Body Slam, Body Slammers. So, we're going to talk about the interesting draft. Oh, it's so exciting. The war rooms. Woo! Very, very. Well, it wasn't only one war room anyway. It was only for the Fox, right? I didn't see. The USA have one as well with a robot in it. Uh, no, only, the only Fox oh. had it because the fo- Fox was the one with the robot. USA doesn't oh. have a robot. I thought you were kidding about the robot. No, no, no the robot was there. So, just so everyone knows, if you don't watch NFL uh, or Fox NFL, the robot has been their mascot for at least twelve years now, at least. And they had that same robot in the SmackDown War Room, just standing there. SmackDown colors. That's, well. That was set <laughs> I'm up. trying to make it sound like it makes sense. Oh, man. Uh, so, when I, when, I, when I first had Jesse bring this to my attention, I was like, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I haven't watched anything because I've been so busy. But I'll, I'll, I'll backtrack. And I watched it and I was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> this is absolutely okay. stupid. And I'm going to tell you why. We know this is rigged. Yes. We know it's it's fake. We, we, we know it's scripted. We know it's, it's real not, to me. It's not a real Damn sport. It. You, you, you might need that pen. Uh, we know it's not real, so it's like when you do stuff like this, it's like why are you doing it? We we know the ins and outs. You you have backstage shows on network that tells us <laughs> what's going on. Yeah. Secondly, I'm sitting there, I'm like, what are the chances that tonight they drafted Charlotte Andrade, Zelina, and Alistair Black to Raw, and, and they're, they're couples. No, what there are the chances of that? There wasn't any chances because the War Room did great draft picks. Well, it's not like last week they released the exact order. The draft was going to happen in this. <laughs> thus making it look not rigged at all. The still. guy, the guy, the guy that did that press release does not have a job. Today, <laughs> that. Like that was a that was a blunder. Well, I'm sure he does with like TNA or something. Oh, yeah, exactly. Like when I saw that list, because a fan shared it on Twitter, and I was like, "All right, cool, it's a list, whatever." But then after the results, he shared the same picture with the actual draft pattern. And I think there was he's only, like they literally went from top to bottom. Yeah, there was only one that was different because I think halfway through the show they figured out that oh shit, like <laughs> we did this, we did this backwards. I put Braun Strowman before uh, Bobby uh, Lashley. <laughs> <laughs> Got you all. Fans are stupid. <laughs> they won't catch this. Uh, so Foiled. Far, and they even had like this free agency thing, like Cesaro is a free agent right now. Yeah, which which he can decide which show to go to. I'm like. Then what's the point of doing a draft that these guys can just pick where they want to go? And hopefully he chooses to go to like NXT. Yeah, he's like, because, this is stupid. I'm leaving. Well, they had Balor show up saying that he's part of the black and yellow. And I'm like, well, if you're going to do a big move like that for Balor, you might as well just include them in the draft. Now, here's what I thought it would be pretty cool for the draft for the do. Because I guarantee they're going to do it again. 
in a couple of years. I guarantee you when the Fox thing runs up, they'll do it again. They shouldn't. But, but they will. But let's say they do it again. Do it as a draft special. Yes. Do it as a draft special on the network itself. And kind then, of like the WWE 2K roster reveal. Yeah. Without, so, without um, uh, Ric Flair being drunk. So like you do it on the network special. And then you say, okay, this coming Monday on the season premiere of Raw, you'll have the draftees debut. Yeah. You won't know who they are. Yeah. Until we start the show. Then on Friday Night SmackDown, same thing. You won't know who they are until the show. That's going to bring more viewers in. And then the next week, you do the, you show the network special of how it came to be. Correct. Because I heard that comparatively from the premiere of Fox, uh, SmackDown to last week's, they, they lost a lot of viewers. But that always happens with it happens, premieres, though. But, and then I'm sitting thinking, because like, these draft specials, they don't do well. They don't increase the ratings. I was... Um... <clears throat> I was very confused. Like, they didn't tell us how they were gonna do it. But they did on the night. On the night of, they, they they brought like the yeah, the, 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 the night of. But it's like, it's like what? And, and it made no sense. Like only thirty superstars were available for SmackDown's like the SmackDown draft, and then forty one on Raw's draft. Because Raw's has a longer hour. I get that. So but, that's why. So only seventy one guys. There's more roster out there. So what are we doing here? Yeah, two hundred and twenty contracted superstars, and then to sit there and and do them in in blocks, like the first round block, and it was six picks. I'm like, what the fuck? What is going on here? Also, why are tra- champions being drafted? Shouldn't they just be on the brand? <laughs> you have the Should red title. Excluded? You're on Raw. Yeah, you're yeah. On, you have the blue title. You're on blue because what? You're gonna tell me that they're gonna draft uh, Becky to to SmackDown Down? with the Raw title when it's red? Like tonight, like tonight, the first round pick because tonight Becky Lynch beats Charlotte for the first round pick. So obviously Becky would be picking for the Raw, and then Charlotte for the SmackDown. And I'm like, why are they fighting? Because then Charlotte was eventually just drafted to Raw anyway. Okay. And then the first round pick for Raw was Becky Lynch. I'm like, you just drafted the women's champion for Raw. That should be pretty, like. Common sense. But Becky Lynch was drafted on Friday. They drafted her again tonight. Did they? Yeah, they were the first. She was the overall pick tonight. Sorry, sorry. Seth Rollins was. Okay. He was the Universal Champion. Okay, sorry. Okay. Yeah, we were talking about the Women's Championships, and then I was like, Oh okay. wait, Rollins okay. was. was I'm like, tonight. How did they draft her twice? What is this? <laughs> Rollins was drafted tonight as Universal Champion. I'm like, Yeah. Okay. Now that annoys me because the Fiend is on SmackDown, which is fine. But why did you continue that story on SmackDown? Well, and they're doing if Seth Rollins is being on Raw. It Raw makes... cut a promo before, sorry, Br- Rollins cut a promo before Raw went on it, uh, and they started doing this drafting, saying, I'm going to go on a feed hunt. And then they drafted him to Raw. And I'm they... like, so the hunt should discontinue because yes. he shouldn't be there then. Yes. He should be on Friday. I guess the wild card rule's coming back. I'm just like, when you have these two <laughs> Might as well. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> when you have these two Actually, makes sense now. <laughs> appearing. Like, they've had people going Raw and SmackDown now for so long. That the draft doesn't feel exclusive to me. It doesn't feel no. exciting. Because like, I've seen this every year. It's a superstar shake-up. The last, that last draft they did when Shane came back. And they actually split the rosters. And they had it exclusive for about a year period. Was probably the best stuff that they've had in a long time. Because if you tune into SmackDown, you only got to see those guys. If you wanted to see Daniel Bryan. Well, actually, he was a GM at the time. If you want to see Kevin Owens, he's only on SmackDown. You wanted to see Roman Reigns, he was only on Raw. That was it. And now they're just fucking sharing, and it makes no sense. Well, even Julie was watching with me. She's like, "But I saw this person on Raw 
and SmackDown the last two weeks. So even my daughter's like, I'm confused. She's like, so we're not going to see the wild card? And I'm like, you know the wild card rule? She's like, yeah, it makes no sense. So One thing, uh, one thing that kind of annoy would have annoyed me if I was one of those, um, you know, paying customers to watch the event. I wouldn't want to sit in my chair for God knows how long watching Stephanie and McMahon behind a podium announce Tell draft you. picks. Yes. Well, well, it pissed me right off if I paid uh, for that. I'm like, why isn't Heyman and Bischoff doing this? Yes. They're the executive directors for the show. This is their brand. So, right, so you're exactly right, especially because they had a fucking war room. A war room works because... In the, like in the in, in any pro sports, at least North American sports, the GM goes up and he makes the pick, and then they cut to the war room and they cheer because they got their guy, right? That's the way it works. So if Heyman went up and he took Becky Lynch, they'd be like, "Yeah, we got our guy," which would make no sense. The number one overall pick, you can get any fucking person. You yeah, get, you get the pick of the litter. But like in the third round, Raw gets Kevin Owens. Fuck yeah, we got our guy. That was great pick. You know, they missed out on him. But instead, you have just Stephanie just listing them off and then cutting to the war room. It's like there's no emotion. There's you no already know, like, like if you if you want to stay in the land of kayfabe, because she's announcing all six picks. You've told her the pick, unless you gave her like six picks and be like, "Hey, pick one of these guys for us, please," <laughs> and just see which. Like, it made no sense. Also, what what drove me batty is that they had the NFL um, like Fox pregame guys on there and. <laughs> Never mind having like Shawn Michaels or anything. Now like Dave that. here does not watch NFL. Nope. Ben watches sporadically. Yeah. I watch a lot. I love the NFL. I know what's going on at least. But I would say that the majority of the wrestling uh, fans in that are more Dave speed than they are my speed. So they're sitting there, and fucking Terry Bradshaw comes on, and he doesn't know any of the current wrestlers at all, and he just starts talking about Dusty Rhodes. Which is nice, but it's like, the fuck does this have to do with the, what the fuck does this have to do with the draft? And then the other guys on there, there's Howie Long and Tony Gonzalez. Look like they didn't even want to fucking be there. They're like, this is a waste of our goddamn time. I guess I'm glad we're getting paid. Troy Aikman was there. Why? I, I understand it's the cross promotion, but it it just felt like they were trying anything to get viewers, and it made not a lick of sense. Also, I think Vince McMahon watched one NFL draft and saw a war room, thought it was cool, and just tried to shoehorn it into the show because it did not fit at all. God damn, pal. I really like that robot. <laughs> good shit. It's good shit. <laughs> oh, speaking oh, of that, man. actually, that, that's a good segue to AEW. So last week... So I, a I, robot? No, the it's good shit. Because oh. John Moxley said that in an interview that that's what Vince McMahon oh. told him yeah. about wearing a gas mask. It's good shit. Good shit. Well, but, uh, so I, I finally was able to watch AEW live. I watched it live, which... I wanted to see the production value at, at you know my, myself and see where the mistakes were and it improved. I do like how they do their commercials. They had their commercials with the picture in picture. So in the top left, the matches you see the match still happening. WWE used to that. In the top though. right, it's a it's like the giant screen. Yeah. But there's no talking. Like there's no commentary. You don't hear nothing. You just hear the commercial, and then it goes back. And I'm like, okay, that's a pretty smooth WWE transition. Did the same thing. Yeah, but WWE's. They didn't have the big screen. Yeah, oh, okay. not they didn't do it as no, well. No, AW, like the match was here, and then the big screen oh, was yeah. the commercial. So, so you don't miss So I was match. just like this. I wasn't watching the commercial at all. I was still watching the match. And then they come back, and the the commentary was just seamless. I was like, okay, that's, that, that was a good transition. It worked. Uh, Jericho, 
I love Jericho. Now that he's free from creative. So his team, his stable's called the Inner Circle, which I laughed at. I'm like, their theme song's either going to be Bad Boys or it's going to be uh, Sweat, la, 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 from Inner Circle. That's what I thought. I'm like, I thought his name should have been for his list was, was Jericho's List. I, th- I thought that'd be a cool, badass name because he was going through all of his, his team members saying, you made the list. You're on my list. Like, and now it's a good thing. So I was like, oh, so we called Jericho's List. And he calls it the Inner Circle. I'm like, what? Yeah, it was okay. kind of lackluster. I was like, okay. Now, uh, uh, Gu- Guevara, Sammy Guevara, and I believe it's Ortiz is the crazy one of uh, PMP. They were driving me mental because all they were doing was sticking the tongue out. Like, just like nonstop. I was like, oh my God, you guys are distracting me. And then... Not um, used to TV yet. No, they're just like, I'm like, what are you guys taking your tongue out nonstop for? Like, this is worse than Jordano Steel. And now it's his gimmick with his tongue. And they're doing it worse. And then um, he he was introducing them. He's like, this is, you know, he, he didn't say Pride and Powerful because it's a stupid name. He just said Ortiz and Santana. And he said Jack Hagar. And everyone's like, we, the people. And they started chanting that. And Jericho stopped that. He's like, that was stupid. He's like, that was a stupid creative decision. And I was like, okay, shots. Good, good way to I be I like healed. it, though. I like it, healed. though. And then uh, Jack, you can tell he was trying to like, not break a smile, but he so wanted to. Yeah. Because they're putting him over as a big, badass MMA fighter because he's undefeated. And he's legit undefeated. So I, was like, I really hope cool. he stays undefeated. Yeah, when that, that, <laughs> that could, that could like, really put a blow into like yep. his, his mystique, his aura. If he loses to this guy, it's like, oh, fuck, okay. Yep, and then, so EW opened up with uh, the Young Bucks against the private party to move on into the semifinals of the tag team tournament. And I watched that match, and that was and awesome. The match was amazing. Good freaking match. Young Bucks, I do say they are probably the best tag team in the world. Yeah, but right they now. couldn't win the match. But, well, no, I, I'm you, glad they... You can't have the fucking head yeah. guys. Like, that's why, that's why fucking Cody Rhodes is not the AEW champion. Yet. He is facing Jericho next I know, time. but they couldn't There's give a it chance. They couldn't give it to him first. Because no. if they give him the belt and then they go and give like, <laughs> the Young Bucks the fucking tag titles or and something. And then Brandy Rose is the women's champion. Yeah, and then Kenny Omega <laughs> gets like the secondary title or something. It's, it's, like, it's just like This was not expected. Yeah, uh, okay. <laughs> you guys rip on Jeff Jarrett for doing this, this? Hey? Like uh. <laughs> So it was to me it was kind of um it was shocking to see that the the private party won in the first round. Like I thought, I thought the young bucks would go to the final and then lose there. Mm-hmm. But you know, it was a good match. I, I love the finish. Uh, well, they also had um, they had a women's tag match. They had Pac against Hangman Page, which was also a really good match. Which saw, mm-hmm. and then they had uh, last week. No, Hangman Page was tagging. Oh, it was the week before. Event. It was the week before that. that you Pac don't even know what you're bit. talking about. The main event was no. It was because Pac came out and he was on and attacked, and he attacked uh, Kenny Omega in the back of the head with a chair. Yes. And I was confused. I was like, "Wait, what?" Yes. And then they announced the following week was going to be the tag team main event. I was like, "Oh, they're building more stories to this." I'm not used to this continuity thing. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not used to this stories <laughs> carrying over to the following weeks. Well, uh, you just watched WWE. Though. <laughs> <laughs> Well, my favorite part of the night for AW was watching Darby uh, Allen. I was going to say All In. I don't know why. It's Allen. Darby Allen coming down the ramp on a skateboard and attacking Jericho. That made me laugh so hard because I've never seen that before. And it's so like a TNT move. Like, let's do something that's. Well, and he's crazy. facing Jericho for the title next Correct, week. Correct, yes. Yeah. Which, okay. 
Which made me and a couple of fans on Twitter really confused. Because they said in AEW that the wins and losses matter. Well, Pac is undefeated. Yeah, but uh, Darby Allin won, uh, won a number one contenders match against... Yeah, um, against two people who have a one-on-one record. So why wasn't Pac in that when he's 2-0? Oh? See, that's where it makes no sense. Wrestling And this is why fake. the scoring system never works. No. Because it changes. Like, what's what happens if the, the, the lead scorer gets injured? Then you're like, oh, we gotta go to a number one match for some other people. Yeah. So I'm sitting there, I'm like, why is Havoc taking on Allen for the number one contendership when they both have a, a loss each? And Pac is 2-0. and oh. So I was like, I thought Pac versus Jericho would be a pretty good match, but I guess... Yeah, but it's not time to pull the you know, no. you know, if the click were sitting here with us right now, they'd be calling you a mark. Why? Because I'm saying facts? I'm, yes. I'm saying what AW said that they're going to promise me and not delivering? Yeah, you mark. Because they said the wins and losses determines the championship standings. Yeah. Well, Pac is undefeated. See, right there, like, wins and losses determine championship standings. You book it! <laughs> they're doing the whole Charlotte thing. It makes no She's fucking sense. She's undefeated for 19 papers in a row. Yeah. It's the same way with Undertaker's streak. It's <laughs> so it's it. like the most impressive thing because he was booked to win 19 <laughs> years in a row. Good for him. <laughs> Fuck! Like, what are we doing here? It's a fixed fucking sport, guys. No, no now, it's with oh, now it's with Fox. It's, come it's up a, with better stats. So AW was good. I, I'm looking forward to watching the following week. Uh, Crown Jewel has now had some official matches announced. Oh, man. Cain uh, Velasquez versus Brock Lesnar. For Which is the... fine. Cain's going to be in yep. WWE for a while. So. Tyson Fury? Tyson Fury. Well, I, have no... I, I remember I texted you, or I showed you, I was like, what the hell is this guy? Former is world heavyweight champion in boxing. Yes. Yeah, so facing... They kept on saying he was a, he was still a heavyweight champion on the broadcast. Does he have... There's like a million titles in boxing. <laughs> and there's the WBO, there's the WBC, there's the I... There's the IBF, Yeah. You're, you're, uh, you're missing about 16 titles. There's there's a bunch of them. Um, so the nonetheless, he's called the Gypsy King. Yeah, he's he's facing Braun Strowman. I'm sure. Sitting, I'm like, okay. You know what? My thing with that is if you're going to have a throwaway celebrity match like that, throw it on Crown Jewel. That's cool with me. Mm-hmm. It's a it, To be honest, it's a throwaway event anyways. It's for Saudi Arabia. That's who they want. They're still waiting for Ultimate Warrior and Yokozuna to show up to one of these fucking things. Can I things. see Mike Tyson versus Shawn Michaels, though? Because that program never finished. Uh, I don't want to see that. Come on. No, we saw Shawn come back. We don't want... No. Come on. It's for Saudi Arabia. <laughs> no, no. That last one was for Saudi Arabia. Uh, they also announced Mansoor against Cesaro. It's a wonder. I've never seen... I don't see this guy on TV ever. Ever until Saudi and then, Arabia. And then, and then Crown, Jewel, Crown Jewel comes around and suddenly he's there. Yeah, he's facing Cesaro, which, I, which is going to be, sure be a good match. Uh, they also announced the f- largest ever tag team turmoil tournament, turmoil tournament thing thing yeah. for the best tag team in the world. I'm like, fuck if Shane man wins this. With I hope else. he shows up. <laughs> I really do. If Shane, Shane wins this, Shane and his son, or something, it's just like, or Shane and Vince, that'd be <laughs> fucking great. Yes, let's do it. Oh my god. Uh, they also have Team Hogan versus Team Flair. Yep. That's a, like a, have they even announced who's on the teams yet? Uh, so Team Hogan's is Seth Rollins and Rusev so far. And then Team Flair is Orton and Corbin? I'm assuming Edge might be thrown in there somewhere. Because he's now been officially cleared. But has he said he's been officially cleared? Yeah. But then again, wrestlers... It's all a work anyway, so... It, you, you know, even people who say, Oh, I'm not going to be there. All of a sudden, they're like, you lied to me. You liar. You lied to me. 
Um, they haven't. They didn't announce. They haven't announced anything for the teams because then the whole draft thing came up. So they had to fucking <laughs> figure out where the fucking guys are going. It makes no sense. And Lana sleeping with Bobby Lashley. It's a whole fucking thing. Okay, when I saw that story developing, I was like, "Wait, what? Why okay. are we doing this?" The the is it tying with Total Divas? The critic in me, or like the cynicism in me, is like, "You want a fucking Paul Heyman?" You got Paul Heyman because he did that shit in ECW all the time. He had a stripper for like halftime entertainment. It's so funny that like wrestling fans clamor for like, they're like, oh, Heyman's like, he's a fucking genius. But you forget that there was a lot of shit in there that was quite stupid. Maybe on Raw we'll have uh, the stripper halftime. And I'm, waiting for Smackdown. To, I'm waiting for somebody to be crucified. Like, well, no, like, it's SmackDown. Uh, fucking, uh, who was it? Sandman. Yeah. SmackDown. We'll have HLA. Sorry. Well, we'll have HLA. HLA. But that was a that was a Bischoff. That was, yeah. Uh, so uh, lesbian action. Yeah, Come on. There you go. So See? to have like a a in a, uh, a cheating storyline, this is right up fucking Paul Heyman's alley. That's his thing. And uh, I think the reason why the fans and myself and Cooper are like, wait, what? Is because this is how they brought Rusev back. Yes. That yeah, like, made no sense. But he has a mustache, though. Oh, yeah, That's cool. He lost a lot of weight, too. Yeah. Like, holy cow, he looks good. Um, he, if he had a beard, he looked badass. That mustache, I'm sorry. I another, <laughs> another thing Another thing with, with Heyman, it's uh, the tag team champs facing each other, like Braun and Seth Oh, Rollins. that was so frustrating. Heyman did that all the fucking time. People... Like, go back and watch these. That's what he did. Can they release... He put Raven and Dreamer together as a tag team champions. Exactly. Can they get rid of Ziggler Lance already? Storm and Candido were fucking uh, tag team champions and then face each other later in the fucking same night. It was it was what they did. And it's like everyone's remembering... Like, And Heyman had a lot of great ideas. He was very good. But not everyone is 100% all the time. Russo. He's 100% fucking dumb all the time. Every time. Yeah. Every, Every time. time. You know, <laughs> listen, Bischoff's going to come up with some fucking donkey-ass shit, too. It's going to be like, what are you doing He's going to bring back NWO with 44 members. That's right. But it's not going to be a slow build. It's going to be 44 members off the yeah. bat. Yeah. You will be All the, the free agents. You will be LWO. You will be CWO. You'll be black and silver. You'll be red and black. <laughs> Where's Hogan? I need my guy. <laughs> <laughs> now... Jesse, you heard about this too, and, I, and I it's kind of funny it. that you cringe at this because it's, he's your boy. What? But Hulk Hogan is in talks for a WrestleMania retirement match. He's my boy, and stay the fuck away from the ring, Hogan. And Flair was ca- calling him out individually. Yeah, no. Nobody, no, nobody wants... Are nobody, we going to see no, Flair versus Hogan at WrestleMania? No, no. I understand, <laughs> like, on, like in, in dream booking, it's like, you ne- you've, we they we never got that match. It Thirty should, years ago, no, we never got that it match. It should have. What was it? WrestleMania seven or eight? Eight. It was eight. That should have happened then. Yes. It did not happen. So, so, so why would we do this? Fucking Thirty years tw- later. Twenty-eight years later. We should wait for WrestleMania thirty-eight then. Yeah, thirty years. Oh yes, WrestleMania yes. thirty years. We, we, we need to wait. Two Get them years. older. Get them older, Jesse. <laughs> this this hurts me to say it, but I really hope they don't get medically cleared. Because I don't want to see that. I <coughs> excuse me. I don't want to see Stone Cold back in the ring. I don't want to see Edge back in the ring. Because with how Undertaker degraded over time, and he just kept on hanging on. Shawn Michaels coming back. It's it's a bad decision. Like Shawn Michaels retired at the peak of his powers. He was one of the few to like leave like on fucking top, 
even when Ric Flair retired, like even though he was past his prime, he could still work a match. Well, we saw he made an impact somewhere else after that retirement. But it's just like, stop, stop hanging on, just, just no. And he was no. fortunate. I, yep. I like, I like the the team Flair versus friends. team Flair versus team Hogan thing because. You still get their names there, but, but you know they're going to pay off. Right. But they're going to have a physical altercation. Between That's the two. fine, but I don't want to see them have a fucking match. <laughs> it's going to happen, Jesse. Uh, it's going to be Flair versus Hogan, WrestleMania 36. Can we stop the segment right now? now? 42. 42. Brother, can we stop the segment now? <laughs> yeah, I'm done. Are, are you having best of the shots? Or oh, that's a separate segment. Mean? Oh, nice. Yeah, nice. You're just you're just jumping. You don't <laughs> do I have any beneficial facts? Do you? Because I want to hear them. Well, they're coming up next. Yes. It's now time for your beneficial facts. Super Brawl 6 took place on February 11th, 1996 in St. Petersburg, Florida at the Bayfront Arena in front of 7,200 fans. Board fans. I mean, I'm sorry. <laughs> well, commentary is done by Tony Schiavone, Bobby the Brain Heenan, and the American Dream Dusty Rhodes. Baby. Baby. You understand? Um, <laughs> you did say that a lot. You understand? You understand, Daddy? Like, what the fuck? You understand, Daddy? <laughs> this event marked Brian Pillman's final match in WCW in his match with Kevin Sullivan breaking kayfabe by reciting, I respect you, Booker, Booker man, and then proceeded to just walk off. Yeah. He's probably the smartest competitor of the night to just to get out of Dodge and not be part of this shit whatsoever. And we will get to that match later. That, yes. was, that was a whole complete what the fuck. <laughs> that whole match. If you want to know the kind of backstory from Eric Bischoff's point of view, you can listen to uh, 83 Weeks where they yep. go into detail and it's it's confusing. Yes. It gets really confusing. There's, Did you guys listen to it? I, I've, list, I've, I've, I've read his book, Cash, or Controversy Creates yeah. Cash or whatever, and he wrote about it in there. And he's like, he's like originally it was supposed to be um, like it was a work. He's going to let him go, get his character over so he can justify paying him the money that he's asking for and then and have him come back. But then like he went to WWE and Eric's like, I think he worked me. Like it was just a yeah. whole fucking thing. And then but Pillman was dead. With but Pillman, year. well, Pillman also got in a really bad car accident, yeah, uh, rolled his Hummer. And basically I think a year, I think like six months after he got in another car accident where he actually had to have his foot fused in like a walking position. So yeah. his, athleticism to do anything that he was doing high or flying Brian style was just dead. Yeah. Dead and buried. Yeah. Um, this is also Johnny B. Bad's final pay-per-view appearance for WCW as he had his final match on March 9th of that year, losing the television title to Lex Luger on WCW Saturday night. This us look at the TV title to Diamond Dallas Page who's been feuding with the man. Let's give it to Luger. Yeah. Who's in the tag team title? <laughs> Here are the dark match slash main event results. The Road Warriors defeated Dick Slater and Bunkhouse Buck in two minutes and seven seconds. It's probably the... Wahoo, Dick! Well, uh, <laughs> no, I'm I said sorry. Dick Slater and Bunkhouse. So oh, I'm sorry. Bunk, Bunkhouse Dick! <laughs> Bunkhouse Dick. <laughs> I was going to call him Dick House, but okay. I was going to call him Dick Buck. <laughs> Dick Buck. Dick Buck. I think mine wins. <laughs> Bunkhouse Dick. Dave will put a um, poll up on yeah. Facebook. You tell us who won that one. Get some Bunkhouse Dick. Uh, well, you just put Jesse's over more than mine now. So Hugh, Hugh Morris defeated Chris Canyon in 2 minutes and 28 seconds. Oh. 
Big Bubba and VK Wall Street defeated Joey Maggs and Sergeant Craig Pittman in 2 minutes and 14 seconds. Right now, I'm like, all right, I can see how these are all on the pre-show. <laughs> like, even though what we got was very bad, but I'm like, eh. I'm almost longing for these because at least they don't go over 3 minutes. That's true. Um, Jim Duggan fought, not had a map, fought Loch Ness uh, to a what? double DQ in NA time. Ah. Because the Loch Ness Monster has never been seen. That's right. Ah. It's, just, it's just Jim Duggan in a lake in Scotland, like, hitting the water. <laughs> well, I mean, he did go to Ireland to find out his ancestry history in Tate Fist matches. He may have made a stop over in Scotland to see if he could find a Loch Ness Monster. Two white boys are like, oh, the water. Slash in the oh, water. my God, I need to see that. Um... Super Brawl 6 did a 0.60 buy rate equivalent to 210,000 pay-per-view buys. I would like to say I think 200,000 of those uh, regretted what they purchased. <laughs> yes, they did. Um, I, I didn't even... Well, I paid nine ninety or what is it? Twelve ninety nine. We live in Canada. We pay more for yeah, everything. I played. I paid uh, twelve ninety nine a month for the network, and I'm already <laughs> regretting it uh, just watching this. You paid twelve ninety nine a month to watch this again and again and again and again. Um, and again. <laughs> And that's all I have for beneficial facts because basically anything past this point is not beneficial at all. Fact. Our opening match of this pay-per-view is Public Enemy facing the Nasty Boys in a street fight. And the Nasty Boys win by pinfall at 7 minutes and 49 seconds. Bad. Not even 5 minutes into the match and uh, Public Enemy is bringing in tables. And they it's have to walk. And they have to walk long ways to get this stuff. Yes. Don't you think they'd have to have yes. it under the ring <laughs> just so to good. have it handy? You know, who was it? Was it Rock or Rock or Grunge? It's both of them. Was it both of them? I think it's both of them. I thought one took off first, and the and he left the other one to like be two on one yeah, with the much. nasty boys, so he could go Basically. get a table. I'm like that's good tag teamwork, my brother. In one minute, we'll be equal. Until then, you're on your own, buddy. Uh, I just want to say that Grunge and Sags execute the official worst ever double clothesline spot. Mm-hmm. Um, the, te- the team sure have to travel long distance. area. brought that up. What was that pile driver onto the trash can? I don't know. And Grunge sells jack shit with it. Um, at the very least, the Nasty Boys sold for Public Enemy. Not so much Public Enemy, vice versa. Uh, so is anybody watching that merchandise stand where they're getting their stuff? It's just a wall with t-shirts. Like Every street fight that the Nasty Boys are in, there's a merch stand right there. If I was working a merch stand. And I saw them in the And bill, I saw the like, Nasty Boys come out, I'd be like, oh, fuck no. Uh, nope. <laughs> I'm closing. My stand's in the audience now. <laughs> I'm going for break. Um... Uh, I don't even appreciate the high spots, and I use that term very loosely when I say high spots. Um, I didn't like it. I gave it a D. Um, Dave, a big D. Speaking of D, that starts with Dave. Go ahead. Say, where's he going to go with this? No, speaking, of <laughs> speaking of the D, here's Dave. <laughs> what, you, what you got for this, Dave? That oh, I wow. already uh, covered. Um, I love when Public Enemy danced and no one cared. That was hilarious. They Johnny, tried to get the fans. Johnny Grunge like this in the ropes. You guys can't see me, which makes it less impactful. But he's doing his like wave wave dance, and absolutely no one gave a shit. Yeah. Well, there's one person in the fan that actually stood up and did it. But I'm like, yep, this is <laughs> Philadelphia, <drinking>. guys. <laughs> um, 
Why why was there a rope break? Yeah. Yeah. So, so we're gonna get to rope breaks later if on. You're outside the, we're the talking. ring and he went and touched the barricade, would that be counted as a rope break as well? I fucking know. <laughs> false <laughs> count anywhere. Like false count anywhere except in, if you're in the rings, there's rope breaks allowed. That's right. So okay. why, would you, why would you do anything in the ring then? <laughs> like, okay. So this is this is how the review is starting, guys. I'm already pissed off. I'm already confused. Uh, Jerry Sags suplexes a table onto Grunge. What? The only wrestling move we see in the entire match is it's him on, it's suplexing a, a, a table. A table. Yes. Yeah. So yes. Jerry, Ma- it's Jer- Jerry Mags. <laughs> Jerry Mags. <laughs> uh, Jerry Mags. Good old Jerry Mags. Joey, Joey Mags and Jerry Sags freaking <laughs> dyslexic together. Um, <laughs> so Jerry Sags had a had a match with a table. He did. Um, and then the the well the way you'll explain the finish, but it, the finish was even worse. Oh fuck! He like knobs with half a table just. <laughs> Um, I, I, I gave the match a D. Uh, this match was just a match thrown together, no emotion, no story, and just stupidity everywhere. Okay, but okay. So I, I, I am an idiot and watch Clash of Champions. Oh, how dare you! I'm gonna. You willfully do it, so I don't even feel sorry for you. You say there's no story. There actually is a story. They had a match on on Clash of Champions. That is had, a story. Had, yeah, oh. well, supposedly, and it ended in in a double disqualification because they kept on hitting each other with chairs. So that was this was supposed to be the blow off, but it wasn't very good. No. Uh, the finish was Rocco Rock misses a flip off the railing onto a table, right. and then Knobs picks up a piece of that table and then like belly drops it. belly flops onto him, which was the scariest thing ever because the piece he picked up had like part of the leg. And when he dropped, the leg like shot up and almost fucking hit him in the head. And I'm just like, what are you guys doing? <laughs> him missing the spot would have knocked him out. It was believable as a finish. Yeah. Yeah. And he still did that. And that's how the Nasty Boys got it. It was a meh match. Um, it was just not my kind of match, to be quite honest. I'm like, this, none of this makes sense. Hope this card gets better. Mm-hmm. Our next match is Johnny B. Bad facing Diamond Dallas Page for the television title. Bad is the champion going in, and he wins by pinfall at 14 minutes and 59 seconds. Um, before I throw it to Dave, uh, this has got to be like the seventh pay-per-view in a row. These seventeenth, like yeah, upteenth, upteenth time. Holy fuck! Is there nobody else in this goddamn division? <laughs> no. Oh, Dave, what are your thoughts? Again with these two? <laughs> that was my first thing. I was like, really? Again, we're doing this. We may as well repeat it. worse in this And I think one. this yes. match was longer yes. than the previous one, wasn't it? No, the previous one was like like 17 or 18 Oh, okay. Minutes. It felt longer. <laughs> okay. It did. It did. Um, so right off the bat, Johnny B. Bad does a, an offensive maneuver and sends DDP over the top rope. And even the commentator is like, no DQ? We're not well, Bobby, he, yeah, Bobby Heenan said... Uh, Watch be a DQ, shouldn't he? Brought him over the top. Rope. But it wasn't. De- it wasn't deliberate. It's like, well, <laughs> it actually was deliberate. It was going <laughs> over the top rope. Like what? <laughs> oh, also before you go on, Dave, what uh, is happening tonight, sorry. Jesse? What the? <laughs> Diamond Doll is also on the line in this match, uh, as the rest of DDP's money, which is six point six million. Okay. Okay, so that's three, how you. There's that's three how things you, on the line. That's how you afford all those gimmicks. That's right. Which is now roses. Included. That's right. Okay. Let's get it to the left. Gotcha. Gotcha. I, I hope he hits 12 soon. I really do. I really hope he goes back down to one. <laughs> that would be nice. Um, and then close, I believe it's close to the finish, if not 
maybe like pushing into the finish. There's a spot where DDP's using the ropes and the ref's looking right at him and doesn't make any calls. Ref's discretion! I'm like, how is the ref missing this? He's looking right at his feet <laughs> on the ropes. Uh, oh, I gave the match... Uh, no, okay, well, there, there was... Even though this match was, was painful to watch, there were some nice spots. There was. There was like this variation of an arm drag that mm-hmm. Johnny B. Bad did o- mm-hmm. over DDP when he, he rolled over like a Marginani roll. Yes. And an arm drag. I was like, okay, that was pretty. That was pretty. Uh, he hits a sunset flip. Looked nice. He brings none of this stuff to WWE. No. Hey, <laughs> like, like I'm trying to like, and obviously we're gonna see Mark Merrill in the few in the near future wow, here. But I'm like thinking in my head. I'm like, I did not see Mark Merrill do any of these fucking. He moves. did a he did a terrible shooting star press though. Yes. Uh, and and not so bad for fifty, but he's most known for his Merrill assault, which was, 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 was we'll see that soon. We're going off track now. Well, I am. Um, I give the match a D. Match was too long. Lots of moments where fans had no care for the match. Felt like a match we have already watched like 12 times before this. Yes. On loop. <laughs> Just. <laughs> All right, bud. All right. DDP's newest gimmick, as Dave noted. Roses. Yay. To go with his under 10,000. Six million dollars. He brings her roses. Okay, so. Yeah, you would think it'd be a bigger bouquet. So Johnny B. Bat snapmares DDP over the top rope, as I mentioned, and Heenan says he should be DQ'd. Shivani says it wasn't deliberate, though. You're on the outside apron. Uh, wouldn't physics dictate that he's going to go over the top rope, thus it making it deliberate? But did you deliberately try to make him go over the top rope? Yeah, because that's what a snapmare is. And if you're against the ropes, where else are you going wait, to get? Wait. Maybe it was a botched hot shot. How dare you understand his intent? Okay, th- thanks, Greg. Are you assuming? You? <laughs> are you assuming you know what he was going to do? Jess's new name is Greta, by the way, everybody. There's a lot of barbs thrown in that podcast. That's out of line, sir. Barb of the night. Great springboard leg drop by Bad. I like that. Uh, Dave mentioned the arm drag, and I agree with that wholeheartedly. What was that leapfrog by Paige? <laughs> I don't know. What was that? It was diamond worthy. That gust, bu- that gust buster, that, that gu- gust buster, <laughs> gust, yeah! that gust buster. The, <laughs> that it was scary the way that Johnny B. Bad landed. I was like, oh, okay, easy on the diaphragm there. Um, double cross was written all over this. As the match is going, did you kind of feel that? Just with everything, I on thought the line? But it turned yeah. out not not. Yeah, so, I know, but, but it just it just yeah. had it written all over it. Especially when they add the six point six million dollars, whatever. Like it's like okay, like we, you know, D- DDP's like got Kimberly in his back pocket here. Like something's yeah, gonna happen. Yeah, right. Yeah. And um, and also we all know that Merrow is leaving. So it's like, wouldn't you have him drop the title on the pay per view? But what do I know? These two are having their 50th match, and why are they now getting sloppy with each other? Yes. I didn't understand that. Uh, referee Jimmy Jett needs glasses and or not to be a referee. He, yeah. I'd go with option two. Yeah. Um, Kimberly holds up a 10. No response from the crowd whatsoever. Uh, better power bomb this time around by Johnny B. Bad. Then the last event where he landed before, or the guy landed before Bad did. Yeah. Uh, but that tombstone, don't do that, please. <laughs> and that's how he finishes. And uh, I gave the match a D. And uh, take a page out of Dave's book. That's how I feel. There uh, you go. What annoyed me was, especially for the first, I saw how long it was ago, 15 minutes. 
for the first 10 minutes, Diamond Dallas was, was just constantly chattering with Kimberly the entire time. He do he he like turned and punched Johnny B. Bad once and then turned and, and talked to Kimberly. I'm like, what the fuck are we doing here? Like you're just you're killing time. Like I can tell you're killing time. You don't have enough stuff within your match, so the way to kill time is you're gonna talk to Kimberly. And it's like, what the fuck? Also, Kimberly can't shoot the confetti gun. She no, she she botched it again. She, she can't fucking figure that shit out. Um, I feel bad for Diamond Dallas for that reason. Um, I think the fans are very bored of this round. You like that little little oh, shade? Little shade. Got little... very cloudy in here all of a sudden. <laughs> uh, the fans are supremely bored with this rivalry. Like just like holy fuck, what are we doing this? It's again? like fast forward when we saw Orton versus Cena. Yeah, for like thirteen pay per views straight. Yeah, that's that, how we're feeling yeah. right now. Um, but I will say Orton versus Cena probably had better matches than these two did. They did. Uh, so Bad reverses a tombstone into his own tombstone uh, to win and retain the belt, retain Kimberly and six points and gain six point six million dollars, which he gives to Kimberly. Yes, Bad almost got my tool tonight for that. <laughs> um, this like I gave this match a D, uh, just too much with the Kimberly stuff. I'm just like, yeah, I'm bored of it. D for we're done with this. Our next match of the evening is for the WCW Tag Team Titles. We got Harlem Heat. Finally, I, we haven't seen them in like four or five pay-per-views, eh? Facing Lex Luger and Sting. And Lex Luger and Sting are the champions going in. And they win by pinfall at 11 minutes and 49 seconds. Ben? Solid effort by both Sting and Booker T in this match, I thought. The spin rooney into the side uh, leg kick was sick that Booker T did. A uh, terrible powerbomb by Stevie Ray onto Luger. Uh, both Luger and Stevie Ray made me disinterested in this match. Uh, the axe kick by Booker was pretty awesome. And dumb finish. Just terrible, terrible finish. I gave this match a D. Dave. Which also starts with D. <gasps> yep. Uh, Luger, he, I'm done with him. His yelling, his I, his inability. I got bad news for you. No, we got he lots rest, of bad news. He wrestles for like I'm five so more years. <laughs> done with him. He can't bump. His yelling is driving me off the wall. What are you talking about? Every match, just. But he every added match. something to to his his repertoire. He put armbands around his biceps. Now he's yelling with a, like a louder pitch voice. Yeah, it's like they're too tight. <laughs> um, I'm just done with them. Um, what the hell was with Luger's clothesline on Booker T from the corner? He closed on him underneath yeah. the pants. Yes. I'm like, he's taller than you. You like, I'm like, a clothesline supposed to go to the throat or the upper chest, and you hit the under the pecs. And, <laughs> and you can tell when Booker sold it, he's like, what the fuck was that? <laughs> As he was like, he's like, what the hell? It was like when you remember that one spot with Hogan and Vader, where Hogan almost kicks Vader in the, <laughs> in the crotch, and Vader's like, oh shit. Vader's um, like, what? What was that, brother? <laughs> this match, I just. I told Ben in the car, I'm like, it's funny because I have this OCD where Tate team members have to look like each other. I don't care if it's, if the same colors just alternate, but Sting looked like he was part of Harlem Heat in this match. <laughs> Sting he was wearing looked, black, red, for, and yellow. <laughs> in, in, in a later match, he also looked like he's part of LOD. Yeah, so it's like, he's, he's giving us signs. I don't want to be Luger no more. 
And I am done with this tag team partner. And I'm sitting there, I'm like, and how has no wrestler at this point told Luger to shut the fuck up in the wrestling match? Like, why are you yelling so well, loud? But now he's a tenured veteran. <laughs> you can't tell him to shut up. Why are you yelling? Stop the yelling. I think I the gave... only guy that could do it would be Flair. <laughs> I gave the match a D. Uh, this match felt very slow, uneventful. Luger annoyed me every time he was in the ring, and the finish was absolutely just stupid. To me, this this stupid. I gave this match a D. Stupid. Uh, the big reason was I think there was no chemistry between these two teams. Um, Booker T and Sting would have their moments, but then right after that, they'd get all fucking crossed up again, and it would go all stupid. And I don't. I wonder if it's because they're trying to push this thing that Sting's a face, but Luger's kind of like he's a heel, and and can they trust each other? And they're they're trying to push this shit too much, and it. It's taking away. I'm not sure. The finish was the Road Warriors come down and hit Stevie Ray with a foreign object. And then Luger falls on Stevie Ray in the fucking slowest way possible. <laughs> Seriously. It was. I, I think it took two minutes. Why didn't he yell then? Ah. Ah. <laughs> well, he's going to gas himself because we know his cardio isn't yep. uh, that great. So we can't yell. He even yelled in the axe kick. You know, what, you know, and you know what the crazy thing is? These last three matches we talked about, compared to the next three, we're kind of decent. <laughs> Our next match is for the U.S. title. We got One Man Gang facing Conan. Conan is the champ going in, and he wins by pinfall at seven minutes and twenty-seven seconds. It's a shame this match didn't go 747 because that's one man game's <laughs> finisher. Ha ha ha! Dig, what's your thoughts? First thing I noticed was Conan slow down. Yes. He looks so green at this, in this match. Like He looks like he's the rookie. And it's crazy because hasn't he been wrestling in like CM, CMLL yeah. for like years at this point? It's basically their variation of Hulk Hogan. Everything yeah. he was doing was sloppy. It was rushed. Uh, and then the, to make it matters worse... One man gang is very sloppy too. So you have two slop buckets together, and I'm like, oh my god, this is not going to go good. Uh, the match needs to end and fast. Like within the first two minutes, I was like, this needs to stop now because they're both embarrassing each other. Yes. Um, <laughs> why the fuck did Conan bump himself? I don't fucking know. <laughs> like, like, if you, I, I rewound this, so like, I could, this is a fact. He, when Conan hit the, with the hit the front drop kick. You watch one man gang's face. He's like, what the fuck just happened? He was so confused. Yeah, he goes with a shotgun drop. <laughs> he's like, and one man gang's like, I don't, I don't even know what the fuck you're doing. And then Conan's like, I'm going to keep selling. It's okay. <laughs> it's okay. I'm going to stay job. here. Yeah, I'm going to keep I'm gonna selling. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make it look like it's even worse than it really is. Because I winded myself. I didn't expect um, that. <laughs> I gave the match an F because it was the worst match of the night so far, which is... Like, saying something. That's saying a lot. Yes. Um, both of them show should be ashamed of themselves because when you watch Conan leaving, he looked like he was pissed. Because everything he did was a botch. Everything. Even the finish was like, like oh my god, Ben, please go. All right. Sweet outfit by Conan. <laughs> Very, I love the artistry. All right. Mm-hmm. It's colorful. I didn't it, mind it. That whole spot knocking the gang to the outside was did ker- kerfuffled. Well, the kerfuffled's the word. Ker- you're yeah, for pretty it. much <laughs> summarizes the match. On the steps. Ooh, 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 ooh. Uh, we forget ba- those are there. Ba- <laughs> Based on this event, uh, Shivani, WCW is not bigger and better. Sorry, man. It's like they knew how shitty it was, and they're trying to oversell yeah. it. If all else fails, just fist him in the head, everybody. 
Sorry. Um. Yeah, like I really have nothing else to add to that. <laughs> that Dave didn't really already summarize far better than I possibly could. Not a great match. I don't know why I gave it a D, but I gave it a D. Um, I guess because compared to a sure. bunch of other crap we're about to because see. Because Kodak was wearing a nice, nice yeah, that was the first thing he uh, said. It was positive. Celebratory garb. What like, Arriba la raza. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna. So I gave this match an F, and and what that term is? Fuck, this match is boring. Is that was my first note? Yeah, and that's my only note because <laughs> that match was fucking boring. Fuck this match, okay? Uh, and it sucked. The fans did not care. Conan's rushing. When did he shit. win the championship? What uh, a nitro, I guess. We're in the nitro age now, oh, that's right? Great. So so titles can change hands. Um. Conan was rushing through everything and botching everything. One man gang didn't give a fuck about anything and it was just there and it was just like, what are we doing here? <laughs> Conan hits a diving somersault off the top to win. It is it was the most brutal looking fucked up botched thing, whatever the fuck it was. Yeah, I don't even know. He hit it outside the ring too. Like yeah. before. I'm like, what the f-? And it didn't knock him out for a ticket, no. but now <laughs> I, I don't fucking know. This match sucked. <laughs> Our next match is uh, what Ben touched on in his facts. It's the I Respect You strap match between Taskmaster Kevin Sullivan and Brian Pillman. Taskmaster wins somehow <laughs> at 1 minute and 36 seconds. Ben, give us all your thoughts at 1 minute and 36 seconds. Are these two actually fighting in the beginning with the way that Brian's Really I, laying in those I, straps. I think Brian was because he came in there with the strap and like straight up punched him in the face. <laughs> and Kevin Sullivan, like you could tell, was like, "What?" Like the, probably the best realistic start to any match we've seen at this yeah, point. Yeah, Brian, <laughs> Brian. Brian just ran in, got him in a headlock, and fought him in the face. I'm like, "What the fuck is going?" Like he's actually hitting him. And he took that strap and like double baseball swing that thing into his stomach too. I went, "Oh my goodness!" When yes, he did that, yes. Like, wow. And Kevin Sullivan looked fucking livid. Because um, you could tell he was not prepared for this. Uh, what was got? Uh, no acknowledgement to the Booker Man comment by uh, the commentary after I he says that. I wonder why. Uh, uh, Pillman gets props for the what the fuck just happened factor. Um... When Arn comes out in street clothes, there's shit going sideways, you uh, can tell. Uh, that's the next match, sir. Well, it's part of this <laughs> match, though. Well, on, Ish. On, on. They kind of sm- smash into each Ish. other Well, somehow. let's just talk about Taskmaster and Pillman right now. Okay. Guys, we have already been longer than the match itself. <laughs> it's true. That's true. <laughs> I haven't said my note yet. So, yeah, Brian Pillman leaves WCW basically right after this match. What do you? Yeah, okay. You're doing the spray paint WCW with your finger, like Bret Hart <laughs> did in Montreal. Okay, I understand that. Um, oh, I don't, but I do. Dave got screwed. Dave got screwed. He knocked my pen over. You prick. <laughs> this is how bad this match is, everybody. We're just going off the rails talking about my pen falling on the floor. Um, uh, I thought I was going to say something else. Oh, I was. I gave it an F. <laughs> there you go. Dave gave it a zero. Um, okay. Yeah. I gave it an F. That's all you got? What the fuck is going on? <laughs> so, I also gave it an F. Because seriously, what the fuck? 
I understand, like... It was what? unprofessional. A lot of unprofessionalism in this, I feel. Watching it, I didn't know the whole story. So after I watched this the, this match and the next match, I went and looked it up online to find out what the fuck was going on there. And then I found out what Ben spoke about in Beneficial Facts, how, you know, the Bischoff thing and everything. It was... And I get that the way the, the, sh- the, the work shoot can work is that if we don't tell anybody, well, the problem is you probably got to still tell the fucking guy in the ring so he doesn't get fucking punched with the leather strap and then whipped. <laughs> like, it, it, the fans were like, what the fuck is going on? And Pillman's like, I respect you, Booker Man, and like smiles and leaves and flips off the fans on the way out. And I'm just like, what the fuck is going on here? Uh, so I gave it an F because we didn't get a match. Like, you know what I should have done? I should have borrowed Dave's uh, DVD on Brian Pillman because it actually goes into that. I should have borrowed it from Dave. Well, or Dave, Dave could have watched it and told Ooh. us all about it. Dave has <laughs> memory problems. <laughs> I respect you, Booker yeah. Man. So after that strap match leads us to the next one where Jimmy Hart goes to the back and grabs Arn Anderson, like Ben was saying, in fucking street clothes. Yep. And, and his hiking boots. And his hiking boots. And those some badass pink shorts he's got on. And then, <laughs> and then we have a impromptu Taskmaster against Arn Anderson, I respect you, strap match. Dave, what was... or uh, Sorry, uh, it ends with a no contest at 3 minutes and 45 seconds. Dave, what were your thoughts on this? What the hell is going on? (laughs) Thank you! Thank you! What the fuck? Because, like, during the match, all of a sudden, Flair comes out. Yes. And I'm like... You couldn't couldn't come out before the match started (laughs) to avoid all this crap? I'm like, this is forgettable. I don't know what's going on. And, like, as a fan, I'm like, if I paid for this, I would be like... I was so aggravated by by this. Because I was like, what the fuck are you guys doing? Like, what is going on? Where's the story? What's what's happening? Oh, and it just fucks the entire pay-per-view down, down the line, which we'll, I'll explain. But uh, what did you score this? I gave it a half. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> which brings us to the very bizarre follow-up to a very bizarre event that just transpired. Uh, judging by the shorts and the hiking boots Arn was sporting... He was also not expecting to work this event, or and as Bobby Heenan said, he went and played golf and then came to the event after, which I don't really know how that relates. I hope but Arn didn't wear his hiking boots golfing, because that, that's like... You never know. That's like uh, golf etiquette 101. You don't wear fucking hiking boots He may have course. switched into his golfing shoes. shoes. I really hope so. Okay. Uh, this match the rest was, of his attire could have been gone. This match was dumb and pointless, period. Um, I mean, I, I guess I'll give an ounce of Arn for at least answering the call and thinking on the fly-ish. Considering what's going on, I like to see the glass half full sometimes. And, I just, and, I, just like, and I just like Arn Anderson, too. Um, Ric Flair's involvement was just like... Um, so you let them beat the crap out of each other, then you come out saying, no, 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 we got to get together. I'm like, well, why don't you just come out and get it together without them having to hurt each other? That's just me. I gave it an F0 because it's crap. So I also gave this an F because I don't even know what the fuck Good. is going on at this point. I need like, the I, scotch. I have no fucking clue. Um, so again, like I was saying, I read up on it. So the original plan was, and this is when it was supposed to be at work, <laughs> was... Kevin's, so the Horsemen and the Dungeon of Doom at this time are starting to band together to end Hulkamania, which we've heard for 20 fucking years. But Pillman and Kevin Sullivan have a problem, problems with each other. 
So they decided to settle it in an I respect you strap match. That was the whole point. Now the finish was supposed to be that Flair comes down after like eight minutes or so and stops the match and says like enough of this shit. We need to band together to stop Hogan. And that's it. That would make sense. So they did the planned finish with Arn and fucking Taskmaster even though it made no sense because they brought out Arn because they're like well the fans need a fucking match here. And also... Taskmaster and Brian Pillman were probably supposed to go 8 to 10 minutes. Right? So now because they went one minute, your the whole timing of your show was fucked. Which we'll see later on and I'll explain as the matches go on why they're doing certain things. Because they have to fill out the pay-per-view card because they can't cut it short. Just fucking bonkers. Our next match is another tag team title match. We got the Road Warriors facing Lex Luger and Sting. Uh, Luger and Sting are the champs going in. It ends in a double countdown at 13 minutes and 56 seconds. Now, I was saying uh, at the last match that the timing was off. Luger went, refused to go into the ring and they told him to kill time because of what happened in the last two matches. So that's why he was doing that shit where he'd walk up and then walk back and it took forever for him to get the fuck up. Because of the shit they just did in the last two matches. So, we already hate Luger. <laughs> and now, he's pissing us off even more. But it's not his fault. He's being told to do this because fucking Bischoff and Pillman concoct the stupid fucking plan that doesn't fucking work. Fuck! Ben! Fuck! Um, had I known the beginning of this match was going to be this long, I would have gotten up and cleaned my house. <laughs> Um, zero chemistry between these two teams. Zero. Less than zero. Fuck. Um, Hawk has a very bad case of ADD in this match, I'm finding. Hawk also executes the worst neck breaker ever. I don't understand how Animal, who's about five inches shorter than Lex Luger, executes a big boot to Lex Luger. The same way Luger executes uh, great Cole's yoga? Line. Like his, his strip, his... Like he's got very, very. Just see, like that little boy. Yeah. Uh, you haven't had a dream. Uh, uh, yeah, uh. <laughs> Linda, Linda, listen, listen, <laughs> Linda, Linda, listen. Why you call me Linda? Oh, that that kid. Linda, Linda, Linda. Linda. Okay. Cupcakes. Um. Okay. Um. <laughs> Hawk has no plan and has no idea to do with this match. Do you think? Like, do you think this is when the substance abuse issues yeah, are really taking Yeah, there's speculation. You know, because, like, he looked fucking out of it this entire match. Uh, the double clothesline spot near the end of the match was garbage. Yeah. Yeah. Um, awful match. I fault Sting for nothing in this match, and I actually feel very bad for him. And I gave the match a D, because it's just... How you feel? Crap. That's how we all Dave? feel, I think. Well, you made me feel like an asshole now. What? Because you explained why Luger did what he did. No, it can still piss you off. Okay, because oh, I was like, can we off. fucking it, wrestle already? It pissed me off too, but I didn't read. I didn't read up on what was happening until after. Like, I read up on this today. So that's on you. So I understand now, but that doesn't excuse what they like. My point was, it doesn't. Luger having to do this doesn't excuse what they did. It just he's gonna get shit on because of that. But it was. So me, yeah. more people are getting like heat four because minutes. of one person 
yeah. being a dick. It was four minutes of him just yes refusing to get in the ring, and I'm yeah. like, what is going you on? Had, you had four minutes to the four minutes that were that were used in the last two matches. You get eight plus the shit that happens in Flair Savage. Flair doing the same fucking thing, which is about another three minutes. That's supposed to be a ten fucking twelve minute match. Oi, so I don't really have much notes except for the botched neckbreaker. Uh, Luger taking a sweet time. No chemistry. I give the match a D. Very sloppy. And Luger with his typical bullshit. Um, this, is, this is the second pay-per-view we've seen Luger twice. I Yes. Like, <laughs> We're so special. God damn it. Uh, I also gave this match a D just because nothing can be as bad as what we just watched. So, like, kind of grading on a curve here. Uh, I'm surprised you guys didn't bring up that uh, Hawk got a tag when he wasn't in his corner. Yeah. Did you guys notice that? He I fucking sure did. he fucking walks to the other corner and blind tags animal and comes in and the ref's like makes the signal for the tag and I I'm did like not see that he's like I wasn't even in this fucking corner dude but I, I don't think you can tell Hawk what to do no <laughs> so, not at this point so you're just like let him be uh, they end up brawling on the outside and what the fuck I don't fucking know it just. We get Luger twice, and we got Sting twice, which should be a good thing, but he was saddled with Luger. Also, Sting is part of LOD, according to his tights. So that's what I took away from this. Alright, before we start the next match, I just want to say, uh, did you guys did you guys watch, because uh, I know you guys don't watch the middle. Especially on this shit. Okay. <laughs> did you watch after the Flair promo, uh, after the tag team match? Okay, uh, I didn't see it. I actually tried to look for it. Okay. So I right, must have right fast forwarded a little too much. Right, right after the Flair promo, they cut to the boys at the desk. Rhodes and Shivani are talking, and then they cut to the ring to watch the cage come down. And I'm watching it, and I'm like, holy fuck, they didn't line it up properly. Like, like even on my TV, I'm just like, that ain't gonna go down. Like, it's a, like I don't even know what the fuck's going on here. And as it comes down, it one the left side of it sits on the ropes. I'm just like, this is the most WCW thing I have ever seen in my life. And then they cut back to the commentary booth. And this made me laugh because uh, Shivani and Rhodes were facing the camera. And Heenan's facing the ring. So his back is to the camera. And you can see him just shaking his head because he's watching the fucking cage be lowered improperly. And he's just like, what the fuck? And then Shivani hits him in the back and he gets all flustered, throws his book just to kind of make it a comedy segment ah wcw never change (laughs) never change i always get a good laugh out of them uh but that leads us to our um next match which is for the wcw title in a steel cage we got rick flair woo facing the macho man randy savage thinking 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 savage is the champ going in flair is with woman Savage is with Liz. Uh, before I, I say uh, the the time of the match, um, Shivani makes a point uh, during this match that he says to Heenan and Rhodes, could you imagine? And he's like, we got woman, Liz, Blaze, Kimberly. And he's listening to all like, the hot women in WCW. He's like, could you imagine? Like, wink, wink, being with them. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like, we're... It's pay-per-view. Shivani, he's like so dumb with this pay-per-view. He's imagining having sex with five women at once. Good for him. Yeah. Good for him. Flair wins by pinfall. Performer of the night. (laughs) Flair wins by pinfall. 
at 18 minutes and 52 seconds, Dave. Once again, <laughs> can we wrestle already? This but now it makes sense to why they did. It yes. doesn't excuse it, but it gives a reason. Yes. Um, why did Rick attack the ref? And then no. the ref. This didn't is even, crazy. And the ref didn't even sell it, and it didn't lead to anything in the story. Okay, that that was well, but it does lead to something because the ref pulls Flair's hair later. Like eight minutes later, he was not silly. Sometimes it takes a while for the. <laughs> was he Dory? He suffers from like yes. short-term memory loss. Like, you don't know. <laughs> God. A woman was annoying as hell this entire match. You don't, Rick. Rick. Rick! Um, even yeah. when he was on offense, she's yelling as if he's being killed. You, you know what it could have lessened the annoyingness? If the cameraman wasn't beside her the entire time. Like, you, we didn't have... She could have been annoying, and that's fine. But don't have the camera right beside her. So we hear that shit all day. Oh, oh it was God. the whole match. She was screaming, and I'm like, oh my God. Uh, and then Elizabeth was, wasn't saying nothing. Well, that's what Elizabeth she's just, does. She's just saying, you're like... Like, what does she think while she's doing nothing? <laughs> that's just my ADD part saying what is she thinking about right now that she's just walking around? I did like Flair saying Liz come over here and give me a kiss and get with a real man and then she smiling she's like no um, I, <laughs> I'm just like what the fuck is the, going on the most exciting part of the match happened twice for the fans mostly the women oh yes Rick twice tights. three times was it three times three times we saw oh. uh, Flair give it a boom so that was <laughs> the most exciting pop of the matches, yep. the match was the, was the three times. Apparently, I only saw two. Maybe I was not wanting to see the third, so I just forgot about it. <laughs> um, why did the ref pull Flair by the hair? Because Flair punched him eight minutes before. He had cobwebs in his head. He was all loopy. And he grabs him by the Probably hair. Probably the concussion. Yes. Which explains his very slow two and counts too. Yes. But and here's my other point: when when you're applying the figure four, yes, and someone's pulling you backwards, that's applying the figure four more. Maybe it was a work. Maybe, maybe it was all like a ploy. I hate Savage. Yes. Both flares. Yes. <laughs> Flair's the dirtiest player in the game. He's bought the ref. I think what's making this match even more. Stupid is you defending it. <laughs> um, nonetheless, I, I, I gave this match a C. It's the only match that got a C. Uh, so I just feel the need to defend it because, you know. I gave it an F. Oh, fuck. Because what a bullshit match this was. Fair enough. Um, ben. Uh, <laughs> could have gone, gone up to wash my car as well waiting for the start of this match too. Um, so are you telling me your house isn't clean and your car's not clean? Is that what you're telling me? It's not all the time. God damn it. <laughs> not all the time. He's moving. Fuck. Um, could, couldn't, couldn't you have somebody else on the outside lock the door besides the ref? Twice. That was hilarious though. Like I was like, the, oh, here we go again. And the ref's doing it and, and like shit's going on in the ring and I'm like, or there was a pitfall and the, there's yes. no ref and the ref's tying the fucking thing. I'm like, give it to Miss Elizabeth. She ain't doing nothing. Give it to woman for God's sake. She could have locked the door. Oh my God. I was actually waiting for them to do like a corner spot while the ref is up on the turf. <laughs> <laughs> like whip him in, Irish whip him into the ref. <laughs> the ref gets eliminated and somehow it's a, it's a draw. Yeah, it's a double. <laughs> it's like, okay, in a cage. The, the bumps that Savage was taking into the cage. Wow. Yep. Very vicious. Um, okay. Flair kills the ref with a right hand. Oh, does he ever. Okay. No DQ. Okay. Um, okay, if there was a DQ, 
We'd all been livid because it's a cage match. We were like, what the fuck? But still, when you punch a ref, you get DQ. No. As uh, you've discovered with me, boy. as you've discovered with me playing the WWE, Jesse's gonna game. troll you with anything we say. Pretty much. <laughs> Long two counts by the ref with Flair in the figure four Jesse's must rebuttal. have been uh, must have been the concussion suffered from Flair That's punching him you. in the face. That's what I'm telling you. Okay, so I love how Flair punches the fucking ref, but yep. is super careful about. Holding on to the ropes with the figure four applied, making sure that he's not caught. Yeah, I think throwing caution to the wind on DQs is freaking in the next area code by now. I'm not going to lie, wrestling's dumb. <laughs> um, Sometimes. And this is one of those times. And we see Flair's ass. Three, three times. times. A couple times. Uh, let's see. My next note is fuck this match. Flair's ass is out again. And, and the door just opens. Yes, yes. The ref did a really piss poor job at op- at closing that. You couldn't just have a guy sitting there holding it. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I'm gonna up. spill into the finish. Flair is also very cautious about making sure the ref doesn't see him hit Flair or uh, Savage with a with a shoe. But he'll yeah, but punch the ref in the face. You have a fucking steel cage and you need a shoe. It was a spike. Oh god, shoe. here we go. <laughs> They say it on the fucking commentary. So, <laughs> I think you were spiked with that's your actually water. Very, that's shit. actually a very good point, though. You have an entire steel cage and you need a shoe. That's actually not... The, that's a good point, actually. Yeah, but his but shoes cost shoe. more than his house. So, it's like... It's Liz's shoes. shoes. It's Liz's shoe. Jesse's Her shoes <laughs> cost more than your house, though. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just, His shoes cost more than a house. I'm trying to make this as entertaining as can be. So are, he, are her heels alligator shoes her. like flares? Like fucking pirates? Oh, Titus. Titus. Ben's worldwide, baby. He's worldwide. Fix your damn Well, are the... Embarrassing. Are the heels that she has, are they made of alligator? Damn right there. Are you sure? Yeah. She's, she's a Did you read up on that too? She's With all your reading up you've done? <laughs> she she took a visit to Space Mountain, so she's got the proper shoes. Uh, well, maybe she's going there after the match. Maybe after she went match. there before. That's how they sealed the deal. Uh, so the finish wise, she, she, she had every chance during this match with his ass out. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> That's true. Maybe she finally uh, saw the lights. <laughs> the, uh, the cage door opens somehow, magically, and Liz gives Flair her shoe, and then Flair hits Savage with it to win. She turned on Savage. She turned on Savage. What the fuck? Uh, <laughs> did you, so you guys don't watch the middle stuff. Hogan comes out all livid. Cuts a promo in the back. And says, I don't know if it's because of their separation two years ago. And I was like, whoa, Hogan. Getting a little personal up in this shit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I couldn't really tell what he was saying with all of his... Brother. 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 Uh, I thoughts, brother. I gave it an F. Alright. I gave this match off. a C. Uh, as I was telling these guys before uh, the a podcast. Confused? I don't know. Oh. No. I grade within the pay-per-view on a on a curve, and I thought this match was better than everything that I'd seen before, so I was like, well, if it's better than all the D matches, I suppose then I have in to ways, give it a C. <laughs> suppose in ways, yes. Yes, well, no, no, that's no, no, how no. I grade. We're a wrestling podcast. You can make your own discretion. That is true. That's true. Like, I'm just going to send Ricochet to fucking SmackDown because I don't give a shit. Yeah. What? 
Fuck yeah. I'm going to say I'm NXT UK. I'm confused where to go with this now. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, because WWE knows where to go with things. Oh, fuck. I will say, though, Flair entertained me. He was crazy. He was batshit. And he also won his, what, was this his 13th title in WCW? Something like that, yeah. yeah. Are you asking or stating? I'm asking. I, oh. think, it, I think it's 13. I think so. But yeah. you need... And then, and then he's got two more, so this is 15. Sorry. But you need things... To make sense. There is nothing in this cage match that made sense. Again, grading on a curve, this cage match made more sense than everything I've seen before. Flair punching the referee and then watching... crazy! But then he's watching about getting DQ'd by holding the ropes and... fuck, I don't know, it's (laughs) WCW, it's a thing. But you always get on him for not making sense. I do. I do. I'm just saying. I got on him for not making sense in this. I still gave it a C. I don't know what to tell you. I think you're pretty generous here. Well, I'm a generous man. Yeah. And our main event of the evening... Daddy! Is a steel cage match. Yeah. Daddy! Uh, the Giant <laughs> against Hulk Hogan. Now, this steel cage match is different than the last one. Because Hogan says in his promo that you have to escape the cage. There's no pinfall. The ref's not in the ring. That's why I was confused. Yes. Um, that ah. Now, the thing is, WCW steel cage matches in the past, all pinfall, which we all love it. prefer, right? Hogan comes, obviously, from up north in New York. You know, brother, up in New York, brother. Cage match. We're in the cage, game. brother. So... Hogan basically is pulling his clout and saying that's what he wants the cage match. Creative to be. control. Yes. Uh, before I tell the timestamp, uh, Buffer says the giant literally came back from the dead. Yep. He fell off a building, man. I thought he put the word literally. Yeah, that's what Buffer said. Yeah. He literally, he literally said literally. Yeah, he says the giant literally came back from the dead in October. And I was like, Are you just, fucking telling people that he just fucking what? Buffer. What was the green lighting? Oh. Uh, anyways, Hulk Hogan escapes at 15 minutes and 4 seconds. About 10 minutes too long. Ben. So, Hogan sucks chance throughout yes. the crowd. They've been saying that for about 3 pay-per-views. No. Yeah. They're done. Um, they're, they're tired of his shtick. Well, they're, they were giving out like free Hogan merchandise too. And the fans weren't ha- having it. Like They were throwing it. They were tearing it up. They were throwing the garbage. They're so it's done. 1996, yep. and it's been like Hulkamania for 12 years. That's yep. a long time yep. to be the same fucking character. To be quite honest, yes, it is. Just ask John Cena. Yep. No, like, and I'm sure yeah. he. I'm sure he's like, fuck me. Like this is brutal. I can't believe they're still doing the whole Andre is the Giants' dad. Like, oh my god, that's fucking tacky. Yep. Um, they're also still doing the Hogan versus Hunter match. Yeah, <laughs> to be yes. quite honest, pretty damn close. Uh, this match was crap, but the actual match was far better than the whole ten dungeon of doom members can't do shit to Hogan part of the match. Yeah, but if you put up a steel a steel chair and they run into it, what are you going to do? But ten Robert? of them can't get past that. Nope. Okay, gave the match an F. All right. It failed. That's fair. It failed miserably. That's fair. And thank God there are no matches for me to touch base on. Go ahead, Dave. Yeah, Dave. Uh, to be honest, at this point, I want the pay-per-view to just end. Like, power outage. 
Like just, just, <laughs> just send me home. Of it. Just, just send like, me oh, home. God. It's one of those times I actually wish I didn't pay my internet bill, so they just cut it off yeah, and just, just not show me. Like Aaron Woods' yeah. power outage done. Like, oh, I can't watch anything. Sorry. You, you wanted it to be like there was no dot. Yeah. I missed the whole match because <laughs> there's no fucking dot. It, it just ended. <laughs> I don't know what happened. It just, it just ended. It just stopped. I, it's because I'm a different quadrant of the city. Yeah. Turn your. We all know you be lying. That's the thing. I use a Mac. I'm sorry. Um. Hogan does the most eye rakes of any wrestler I've seen at this point. I've never Except understood. for a body slam. Exactly. Why do you eye rake and then body slam? Especially when the giant sells it by like bending over. It's like, and then you push it back up to body slam. Like, what the fuck are we doing here? Um, God, Hogan. He doesn't want him to see him. I don't know. Nothing like a four minute bear hug leading to Hogan hulking up and no one caring. Yeah, nobody cares. So we watched him in a... Uh, a terribly executed bear hug. It, it looked like if uh, the Yeti came out again in the exact same spot that they did when he just gyrated, it would look better. Because it just, Johnny was just holding him, just holding him, just like grinding him. So I was like, okay, here we go. It's gonna get here. We go. Here baby. we go. It's a whole different match now. To our to our listeners, uh, <laughs> you missed a great uh, visual with uh, Dave just <laughs> hugging air and just grinding. Um. I, I love how uh, I love how Giant stood stunned for the um, the body slap. He the just, whole five minutes? Just stood down like this. And then Hogan's like, I got you now. Body slams him. After asking all four quarters yeah. of the crowd. And then well, Hogan geez. climbs over the top of the cage. I'm like, go out the fucking door. But Taskmaster and uh, Jimmy Hart. Kick the door! <laughs> Well, it doesn't work for him to go over the top of the cage either because as soon as he lands, chair! <laughs> and I'm like, watching Hogan climb down the cage was hilarious. It's like two steps, dun dun down. Yep. He is, he's fucking tall. So I was just doon doon doon. Um, I gave the match a D. I just wanted this pay per view to end. They could have gave me. Done. Yeah. I'm done! <laughs> they could have gave me an amazing match at this point. I'd still be like, no, I'm just. I'm burnt out. I'm angry. I, I, I attacked my kids before this match. I was. I was mad. Just, I, I had to, just had to stop. Just had to stop. I also gave this match a D, but I will say, if this was 1986, this match would have been fucking amazing. If it was in the Tokyo Dome, it'd be a seven star for, match. For fucking sure. <laughs> but ten years later, it's like, what the fuck are and we he, doing? And he even hates Hogan, and I'm still giving him a seven star <sighs> in this match. Uh, the finish was Hogan hits three leg drops. Three. Uh, and then Giant still gets up to attack him, and then Hogan. Dude, pushed. he fell off a building. Three <laughs> leg drops are not going to hurt him. Uh, in the rock paper scissors world of wrestling, three leg drops is is more powerful than falling the off. The rock paper scissors rules of wrestling. Yeah. yeah. You, you know how some, is this on you know Wikipedia? how you know how something always trumps the other. Is this Wikipedia? Three leg drops trumps a fall off the building. Really? Then why the giant just pop up then? He's still lost. He's still yeah, but he still just popped up. I don't fucking know, Ben. <laughs> I wanted this fucking pay per view to end. Um. Crap match. Uh, The after stuff was really fucking stupid, especially with Hogan throwing Taskmaster into the ring where the giant is. And I'm like, you want to go in and face two on one? Like, what are you, stupid? But then Hogan chased off all fucking 15 members of the Dungeon of Doom. So I guess I'm the stupid one because I didn't realize how powerful fucking Hulk Hogan was in 1996. I didn't know. Now you do. I do. I do. Well, I know that him and Savage are going to just wipe the fucking floor and, and uncensored with these oh guys. Oh, God. Yeah. Oh God. This match was shit. <laughs>
And now it's time for tonight's premiere performer. And tonight's tool of the night. Okay, so um, I gave my performer to Bobby Heenan because, well, A, he was entertaining, and B, I literally was not happy with anyone that That's got fair. into that ring. That's fair. I was miserable. I was ashamed that I actually had been watching. My, I'm not my performer tonight was me for watching this piece of shit. <laughs> I wasn't getting paid. I'm not getting paid near enough for this. I told Ben if I were to sadly pass away after walking away from the the Mac watching this, this was my last three hours of my life. That is how I feel right now, and I'm very sad to say wow. that my that, tools, that, my tools in the night, I gave to Conan and One Man Gang. And there was a lot to pick from. There, every match had, had at least two people. It was tough for that. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, would you score the paper? Oh, sorry. I gave it overall an F. Uh, one out of ten. One out of ten. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, my performer, I gave to Ric Flair. Uh, it was the only match he I gave to ref. see. He punched a ref. <laughs> saw his ass three times. He was fucking crazy. I don't know. We're proud of you. He was memorable. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you guys. Like, How cheeky of you. Exactly. Uh, tool of the night, I also gave to uh, two performers, Taskmaster and Brian Pillman. I don't know what the fuck to do with that thing. Like, I was just like, what? what? And it, I'm guessing for like unprofessionalism and Yes, and it fucked the entire card the rest of the way down. I can agree with that too, yeah. Um, I gave the pay-per-view a 2 out of 10. Oof. Uh, it, it, this is very bad. Uh, in my opinion, don't watch this fucking thing. Nothing. Listen to us talk about it and rip it. Do not watch this. It's it's fucking junk. But it's not as bad as Bunkhouse Tempe. <laughs> and I will hold on to that. Ben. My performer of the night was Bobby the Brain Heenan because he was entertaining me. He kept me interested in laughing at some spots. Uh, my tool originally was Luger. But... From what you said that transpired, gonna have to change that. Not his fault. Oh, so, you're basing it on all that outside shit. Yeah. Oh, okay. I was he's, gonna say if you're basing it on in ring stuff, you you keep him there because that <laughs> was deserved. Um, I'm, it's gonna be Kevin Sullivan, I think, because he's just he's just annoying. Yes, he's terrible. He's just annoying now. And my score is one out of ten. I gave it an F. So, collectively, we gave this 4 out of 30. Yeah, what a great pay-per-view. Math. I got that. So, if we actually... Let's speak of the math. Let's do that right now. It's I just like, want to give it... I just I, want to see what the I think percentage it's like a, is going to It's like a 1.3 or something like that. So, we gave it 13%. All right. Uh, so, that was a very crappy pay-per-view. Uh, but thank you very much for listening. Uh... As always, follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Uh, Called in the Ring Media is on all those. We're, we also have Squared Circle Rewind on Facebook and Twitter. Twitter. No um, keep on listening to us on Spotify or wherever you listen to your podcast. Subscribe to us on there. Give us a like. Um, join us next week. We are going to be reviewing ECW Cyber Slam 1996. With the main event of Raven facing Sandman for the ECW title. Is there a stipulation in this match? I, there might be. I, I just read who was the participants were. I didn't read if there was a stipulation. Okay. Also, I think, because technically, uh, like Ben was telling me that in 97 is when they actually start their regular pay-per-views, correct? Officially, yeah. 
I think Cyber Slam was a pay-per-view after the fact. I think this is a combination of a bunch of matches from different shows that Hayden oh. puts together and then puts on pay-per-view to show like the best of the best. That's what I think it is. I could be wrong, uh, but it's just the way they splice it together just makes it feel like that. Uh, thank you, everyone, for listening, and have a great week.